Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, guys. Uh, oh, guess what, Dorothy? What, Tanya? This is our 10th episode. <laughs> hey! Yay! <laughs> Welcome to our 10th episode of The Real, Real Wives in Radio. Radio. I'm Tanya. I'm Dorothy. And uh, we're excited for today. We're going to start off with... The pop off. <laughs> the pop off. What happened? Where's our sounder? Our coworker hasn't made it yet. Okay. He said it was coming. Okay. <laughs> so for now, we'll, we'll do it for to, now. We'll do it for now. The pop off. <laughs> <laughs> this is where we talk about the uh, three biggest pop culture stories that happened in the past week. Yeah. Tell me what's going on. Starting with number one. Captain Marvel. This is the big uh, superhero movie with the first female lead from the Marvel comics. Okay. Uh, we had Wonder Woman last year. Uh, Brie Larson uh, stars in this movie with Samuel L. Jackson. It made a ton of money over the weekend. Okay. Uh, I got to see it. And? I'm a bit disappointed, to be honest. <gasps> Why is that? You know, I'm super into these movies because uh, my niece and nephews are into them, and I was I, I was expecting it to be like... Really, really good. Because, you know, if you've seen a Marvel movie, this, they set the bar so, so, so high. Yeah. And I just felt like this the whole entire movie, I was waiting for something to happen. I just kept looking over at Steve and my husband like, okay, well, like... like when is it coming? Exactly. When is it, yeah, okay. Exactly. Like waiting like for what to happen though? Something exciting. I just oh. felt like it was kind of boring, you know? And I know okay. that the big setup for this movie was that it's going to set up to uh, Avengers Endgame, the second part of the big Avengers movie. I know you care. Girl, you don't care don't about know, this. I don't know one thing <laughs> about the Avengers, these Marvel movies, but yeah. I did hear that it was like, a good movie for young girls or something. Yeah, I mean, I didn't, I didn't hear. I don't know what it's about. I don't. Again, I don't watch these movies. Yeah. But. Well, she is a female superhero, and they, they do okay. have a lot of good friendship bonds. What I did like about this is that they didn't make her have a stupid sappy love story. Okay. You know what That's I mean? Uh, and different. The strong female friendship between Brie Larson and another character she was in the Air Force with was great. Her mentor was a strong woman as well. Ooh. So I did love that. I love that. I, yeah, it sounds great. Yeah, yeah. just uh, story element wise, like if you're okay. looking for the plot of the movie and all that stuff, I thought it was just whatever. Okay. Uh, I am looking forward to uh, the Avengers Endgame, which comes out pretty soon, though. Another big one that, uh, speaking of movies, mm-hmm. Will Smith as a genie, mm-hmm. the Aladdin trailer finally dropped. The, this is the full trailer, this right? This is the full official trailer. Okay, I just saw this just minutes ago because Dorothy told me about it. What'd you think? Um, what do I think about the genie or the trailer or the movie? The whole thing. <clears throat> okay, at first I was like, eh, it's not doing anything for me. I kept watching it. I think it's okay. I understand why people might not like Will Smith as a genie, though, because he 
is like I feel like he's too buff. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I feel like I don't know if that's right, but the way he looks, like the way he's the CGI all, is terrible. It, that's what it is. Is that what it it's, is? That's okay, exactly help me what it is. Because I'm like I don't know. So he didn't want to be um, painted blue because you know being painted blue it takes a lot of work. You're standing there. I heard, I, oh that I read okay, this I the other way. So like you know when you're being painted for a movie, it's yep. head to toe, and then the process of getting it on and then taking it off is rigorous and painful and boring so they decided to CGI him and him as CGI looks just so awful to me it looks terrible I think that's what it is I think that's what I saw him that I didn't like right I think I did like him when he wasn't blue yeah you so know what I mean when I, he wasn't blue and a little more normal yeah. looking and I think that's I the saving grace of this movie because when I first saw the teaser I was like oh this is gonna be bad I love yeah. Aladdin but this is gonna be bad yeah. but in the new trailer they show him out of you know as a normal person right and that's I think that's going to be way better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then as soon as they, they kept started singing A Whole New World, then I got all the fuzzy feelings inside. I'm like, okay, I'm going to watch You're this. sucked in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to watch it. All right. Story number two. Oh, oh, oh okay, okay. <laughs> Tanya, I think you will be so excited about this because this is breaking as of Tuesday at 1130. Oh, my gosh. Britney Spears <gasps> musical. <gasps> yes. You're lying. How do I not know so about where? this? It just came out. So uh, it's going to be not a musical about Britney's life, but it's going to be a modern day fairy tale tale uh, story okay. featuring Britney's biggest hits. Get out of here. Swear. So you need to book your, your plane ticket to Chicago. It's going to start in Chicago okay. and hopefully it draws a big enough crowd to move over to New York to be Girl, Broadway. You know I ain't got money to fly to <laughs> Chicago to see a musical. Get a bus ticket. Damn. <laughs> oh, I'm, it's going to come to San Diego, right? It is. Oh, oh no. We got to put it out there. If it. Yes. We'll put it out there. There. It has to do well enough in Chicago to get picked up in New York and then go on the traveling show. It's gonna do well in Chicago is what you meant. Yes. It's going, going to do to well do is well. what you I'm meant. Sorry. Okay, thank you. Thank you. <gasps> that's gonna be great. Yeah. Oh my god, that's gonna be amazing. What songs do you have to hear <clears> in the <throat> musical? Well, she's so lucky. Uh, oops, I did it again. Uh, my favorite, when when your eyes say it, that's one of my favorite songs, Toxic. Okay. I mean, how long do we have? <laughs> so all of them. All uh, of them, yes. Yeah, so mm-hmm. it's going to be called Once Upon a One More Time. Oh. Great, so, great, 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 right? That. Yeah, yeah. I'm sweating. It's hot. Okay, okay. This is great. Great news. Story number three. Oh, you're very good at that. Oh, thanks. Okay. I'm working on it. <laughs> uh, this is the biggest news that came out of the weekend J Lo getting engaged to A Rod. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's about time you put a rock on that finger. Aren't they just the cutest couple? Can I just say something really quick, too? I was in Vegas this last weekend and the news broke, and I, we were on Instagram. I was about to get into a pink. Hummer stretch limo. Okay, literally, it's <laughs> true story. My sister-in-law can tell you. I was about to hop in, and when I saw that Instagram post of her ring, I was like, oh, my God, that's so great. And, you know, I had a couple cocktails, and so I'm yeah. like, you super loud, but it's Vegas, right? Yeah. This guy walked by me and said, shh. <laughs> First he of all, it's him. Vegas. Yeah. Second of all, who shushes someone? Third of all, Jayla just got engaged. Yeah, you it's know? a big deal. Exactly. It's a big deal. Uh, and, uh, by the way, this part you won't like. No. Did you see Jose Canseco tweeted Girl. that A-Rod has been cheating on J-Lo with Jose's ex-wife? Okay. Now, why is he saying this? Does he have proof? Clout chasing. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Mm, I think that's what it is. He's just trying to he is just trying to get some clout. He says he was there when A Rod called his ex wife one time and blah blah blah. I don't know, man. Jose Canseco, mm, let's be honest, he does not have the best track record of being honest. I'm pretty sure he cheated in his career. So I think we know. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Uh, Well, I hope that. That's not worrying J-Lo. God, I she know. just deserves the best. She Come does. On. This is going to be her fifth engagement, happen- by no, the way. I, yeah, we, we don't need to remind people. It's okay, Dorothy. because okay. she believes in love. She does. We support our girl. We do. Uh, the ring is a 15-carat emerald cut. Yeah, I know. I was looking at it, and I saw that I needed some mascara. I mean, like, I could see my <laughs> reflection in it. It was crazy. It's huge. Yeah, it's huge. The ring is uh, worth around, they say they're guessing, because J-Lo hasn't come out and said, but around $1.5 million. And she deserves it. Which brings me to a fun little game oh. of who's the bigger baller. Let's compare J-Lo's engagement rings, okay, shall okay, we? Okay, okay, okay. Uh, so who gave J-Lo the bigger ring? Ben Affleck uh-huh. or A-Rod? Uh, let me give you the stats on Ben Affleck's ring that he gave her. Okay. He gave J-Lo a 6.1 carat pink diamond solitaire Harry Winston ring. This is Ben Affleck? Ben Affleck. When they were engaged, they never got married, just engaged. <sighs> who's the bigger baller? Her or, I'm sorry, Ben Affleck or Alex Rodriguez? Oh, well, I don't know anything about diamonds, really, uh, except the one I have on my finger, okay? I'm going to say Alex Rodriguez. And you would be wrong. Oh, Ben Affleck? Ben Affleck's 6.1 carat pink diamond ring is valued at 2.5 million. Damn. A-Rod's 1.5. I would have thought that Alex Rodriguez would have done his homework and been like, I need to one-up this guy, right? I mean, anytime, I feel like you should absolutely, you need to one-up the ex, (laughs) right? (laughs) Okay, okay. All right, who's the bigger baller? Uh Alex Rodriguez or Mark Anthony? He gave Jennifer Lopez an 8.5 carat blue diamond ring. Dang, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I'm going to say Mark Anthony on this one. All right. So we all know Alex Rodriguez was 1.5 yeah, mil. Yeah. Uh, the ring that Mark Anthony gave Jennifer Lopez was worth $4 million. <gasps> you are absolutely Damn. right. Damn. Well, you said blue diamond or something yeah. like that. And I'm like, that just doesn't sound right. So I know it's <laughs> yeah. got to be expensive. So, yeah. oh my God. Yeah. Okay. Well, they, well, she has two kids with him. So, you know, yeah. good enough. And right. Hope she kept but that ring. But come on, Alex. You're the new man. That's all right. Maybe he doesn't, have, maybe he doesn't need to prove himself. He knows that their love is real. They're going to be together for the rest of their lives. Yes. Right, Dorothy? Hopefully, yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. She's giving me the the death eyes. Did you just say hopefully? No, I mean it. Yes, she is. Jennifer Lopez is. I'm sorry. Don't kill me right now. (laughs) You know what? You know, I just, that's my girl. I know. That that rounds up our pop-off. Now we are going to get to someone uh, extremely special that we are both so excited to talk to. Yes, we have Dana, host, superwoman. That's right. Friend. Of ours from Alt 94.9, Dana and Jason. Yay. Hi, Dana. Thank you guys welcome, for welcome having me. You guys make me happy. I, just, <laughs> I was like, I feel emotional just seeing you guys talk. Aww. I just, it's awesome. Aww. I love what you're doing. Thank you. Thank you. It's fun. It's, yeah. we've, we're having fun. We I, definitely you can tell. are. We are. It's so genuine. Thank it's you. So genuine. Thank you. Well, and speaking of genuine, you are one of the most genuine yes. people, and I mean that truly. I would not say it if I didn't mean it. 
that I've ever met, Dana. And it is so special to have someone like that in this world. Absolutely. Which is radio. Okay, fine. I'll cry on this podcast. <laughs> That's what you want. I'm gonna fall apart. No, no I still remember meeting you when um, we were still, I was still at Energy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I feel like everybody kind of knew that things were going down and it was not going to end well for that station. And you were just there for me in ways that a stranger did not have to be there for me. Mm-hmm. And we connected and I felt like a connection with you and I was just like, man, she's special. And I, it's so rare to find We've talked about this before, supportive, special women in this business, Mm. which is sad. It's true. You know? Mm -hmm. So thank you for that. Yeah. Yeah. I never had a female mentor or anything like that, or really I I never felt a sisterhood till later Mm. in my career. So, Mm -hmm. and it was just really due to a lack of women that were around. Yeah. So I mean, oh, that which is even more upsetting. You know? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then finally, when I had met my radio sister, like back in 2006, Amanda's her name. We just, it was like this connection I needed mm. in radio because yeah. you really do need that support. And I see that with you guys. And I remember seeing the two of you and admiring you guys from when I was in New York mm-hmm. when you were working with AJ. Yeah. And I would see all the amazing things you were doing, and I could tell the friendship oh, yeah. between Aww. you guys even on social media and I'm like they're doing great things in Aww. San Diego Aww. yeah I always see that yeah I would always see that it's very real yeah well I mean one of the things that I admire most about you mm-hmm. is being a woman and being a, like the female lead mm-hmm. of a morning show that is so rare before you I never even heard of a, of a woman having her name before a guys Crazy. I've heard of someone that's tried but not someone that's actually doing it now yeah, and crazy. for so long so tell, tell us, us yeah how'd you how get there happen um well hosting was something I never planned because I didn't think it was possible because mm-hmm. like you guys were saying you don't see it happening so I didn't have anybody to look to to think oh I could do that one day yeah and it wasn't that I was not satisfied being a co-host because I think that's the most fun role because you're the reactor. You're the one that gets to have the funny line. Mm-hmm. You get to react to the story. Mm-hmm. And and it's fun being that role. Um, so I worked with some great hosts in my career. Back to my first one when I was 21 years old, a senior in college when I was in Roanoke, Virginia, and they gave me a chance, pulled me out from overnights and put me on the morning show. So this man, Danny Myers is his name. He's in Norfolk, Virginia now. He became my mentor. And um, I had great experiences, but when I got to BLI, what happened was, and that's the station I worked at in Long Island for 13 years. Okay. Maybe 12 years, something like that. But um, I was there for six months, maybe five months. And then all of a sudden, the man that I was hosting with, he had been on the station for 25 years, celebrating 25 years at a radio station, a legend in the market. And the radio station decided to make a change. They said, we're going to, we brought you in. So I didn't know anything. I had been, my radio career had been all of two and a half years at that point. Mm-hmm. And they said, they pulled him into a meeting I knew nothing about. Mm-hmm. I think I was 25, 26 years old. He, and they let him go. Mm-hmm. And I was oh, wow. only there for six months. And they said, they called me and they said, we let the host go. His name was Steve. And they said, can you host tomorrow? Oh, my. What was going through your head in that moment? No. <laughs> and so I just cried. I, not to them. I hung, I said, sure. I mean, yeah, I, I can do that. Because I had done, I hosted when 
I needed to because right. somebody wasn't there. Right. But I had never held it down. And I was like, for how long? Right. And when are we going to get a new person? And when am I going to get the new host? And in my mind, I never thought it could be mine. Mm. So then I was in this position where I said, I'm going to do everything I can do so that I don't disappoint anybody. That's my personality anyway. Especially at that time, I was very insecure and just very worried about pleasing everyone. Mm. So that night, I prepped like my life and job depended on it. And I went in the next day and I hosted the show with one other person, the guy sitting next to me, my co-host at the time, Randy, who then became the second chair on the show when I got cast as the host. It wound up being... I would say like a seven month audition. Wow. Every day was an audition. And I, that's oh what I treated God. it like. They never said that. Right. They were bringing in other male hosts and the chemistry just wasn't there. I couldn't see how that show would work. And I was, it wasn't my decision either. It was like mm. a cast of people deciding it was my boss, the station manager it was there's three bosses then there was you know regional people that had a say but and I only had one vote but I I never felt it with anybody that came in but I really felt it with my partner at the time that was my co-host and after about seven months they brought me into a meeting and offered me the full-time position oh my god that must have been so mind-blowing and to to be that young and to have that position to be a host yeah I was 26 Wow. 26. And well, I couldn't believe it. I mean, they obviously asked you to do it. They they wouldn't have asked you to do it if they didn't see something in you. So, you mean, you got to pat yourself on the back for that. Well, you I, know? I thank them. Even when I left that job um, a couple of years ago, I just said in my exit interview or whatever it was, I said, thank you for believing in me because I didn't believe in myself at Aww. that time. I really didn't. I didn't think I could do it because I'd never seen it done by a woman. And I also didn't know how it would be received at the time or I just had so many insecure thoughts that yeah. it just seemed like but you did it. I did it for six months. <laughs> you did it. <laughs> I wouldn't say like I, I co-hosted with Sonic is what I think I did. But but also you're right. Like it was hard to do not knowing any woman that had done it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it is like a male dominated industry. Totally. So it's even like hard to go up to a man and ask them. I don't know. I just always felt like dumb. You know, I don't yeah. know. That's just the easiest way I could say it. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel capable yeah, I wasn't gonna say no to it, right? You, you were know, do it. I was gonna do the damn thing, but I was, I, 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 I did feel insecure. Yeah, a lot of the time, and I, I realized at the time too that I, well, I didn't realize it at the time, but I realized later that I wasn't trying to work harder than men or show that I was better than men. Right. I was trying to show them I was better than me. Mm-hmm. Like I just would work four times harder than I ever thought I could just so I would prove to them that they didn't make a mistake by letting me have the chance. And I think that's that's been valuable because I I kind of have had that attitude all throughout with any opportunity that I've been given. I'm like, okay, I'm going to show you that it was it was the right thing. You you made the right so decision. So how many years has it been now since you got the, the main hosting gig? The main hosting was, I think, 2007. So, and, yeah. And at what point did you finally feel like, I can breathe, I've hit yeah. my stride, I know exactly what I'm doing? There was a point when it turned that I knew that I wanted to, I owned the fact that I wanted to host. I never even felt secure about saying that because I was like, I don't want them to think that I 
think I'm better than men or I think I deserve this more than someone else does. But there was a point where I couldn't envision myself being the second chair. There was no one I could mm. think of yeah. that I was like, oh, I wish I could be the co-host to that person. And I'm not saying that there isn't someone out there. I just couldn't think of anybody. So I, I kind of felt like I want to host. Yes. Especially when I had a phenomenal co-host. Mm. My co-host now is my heart. I love Jason so much and he's, oh, he's been gonna such love a this. supporter. He's, yeah. yeah, he will love it too. I, I love the bond, the yeah. friendship that you guys have because you guys truly are best friends. I mean, uh, you co-host every single day together. You guys are neighbors. Yeah. You moved you across the country to work together. together. You <laughs> leave work together. Yeah. It's true. It's yeah. true. That's something, I, one of the first things I ever told you. Like, okay, not only is it rare that we have a woman in the host position, mm-hmm. right? Awesome. Uh, not rare that she's amazing and sweet to everybody but then you have this special bond with your co-host yeah. which I feel like we've seen a lot growing up in radio oh, that's, for sure. just, that's just not the way it is oh yeah uh, you there know, are like, some shows that can't stand each other and are, can't yeah. wait to just one ten o'clock kids bye yeah. you know? like yeah. don't even hang out on the weekends yeah. don't even hang, you know and you guys do everything together a lot. and it's yeah. not Fake. It's it's real. It's so real. But be honest. Don't you ever get annoyed with each other? Yes. <laughs> well, yes. Of course, right. And we've had to have hard conversations too because when we um, we decided we were not going to renew at our station in New York, so they found a show to replace us. And I thought we were going to have six months more than we did, but they let us go early. And then Jason and I had to make the decision: How long are we going to sit out? Yeah. At what cost to our families? Where are you willing to go? I had opportunities by myself. He had opportunities by himself. But we made the decision to stay together. But it wasn't always easy conversations, yeah. you know. Yeah. So yeah, it's been we've been through some hard things too. But yeah, he's been such a good friend. But those hard things are the things that make your bond stronger yes. and strong. And yeah. you know, and there's just not a lot of people that are willing yeah. to have those conversations or to or to not yeah. think about just themselves. Yeah, we talked about it with Tammy. It's the loyalty. Oh, the yeah. loyalty that you guys have between each other and the love, honestly. There's a lot of love. I mean it's he is a member of our family. When when he moved to Long Island where we lived in New York, he didn't have his fiance with him. Mm. So he was doing long distance. So it was one of those things where sometimes people will say it's an open door policy, but you really have to invite that person in and yeah. show them because you can say that, but is, do you mean it? So right. for Jason, he knew that he was invited to dinner every night, any night he wanted to come, and he just became a part of what we did mm. every day. Mm. And then he was taking care of our kids with us, driving, helping me. And I was just, he just became a part. I love that. Yeah, it was very, very I just weird. love But that. awesome. I felt very blessed. Yeah. Yeah, and I did. You, you are very blessed. And yeah. you sh- both, you both are. He is too. He's yeah. blessed to have yeah. you in his life and you in his life. So. Yeah. Oh, and so, so okay. <clears throat> and so where in your career, because I want to move on to kids now because... <laughs> Dorothy, <laughs> this lady. I'm so excited for you. Thank you. It's so awesome. Dana. Mm. Dorothy is what I like to say with child. <laughs> with child. She is. So I know. So old school. I'm such a grandma. Anyway, a grandma. Uh, what? Uh, um, when you did, you have how many girls? Three. Three girls. Three girls. How old are oh they? Oh my gosh. We have a nine. We have a f- six and a four. So, so close in age. Those little two. Yeah. You didn't know that would happen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it happened. I love 
blah, blah. And they're beautiful and they're so, so sweet. Yeah, and they just, are. Ugh. And you are a, you're, you're a cool mom because you let them like have a little hair dye in their hair. Like a little pink or a little purple. Like yeah, that's nails. so rad. It's you, pretty fun. You let them be themselves. Yes. I do. I try to. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. yeah I, but I, I do try and let them be themselves and do that little expression stuff that I don't think hurts them in the long run. I try not to be too serious about things. And I try and think of when I was that age, how much would I have enjoyed that? And so little stuff, I, I don't sweat usually. But I am strict about other things. Oh. Like yeah. what? TV. Okay, oh, yeah. that's good. I'm so strict about it. We our TV broke. We had like a broke down TV and it broke and we still haven't replaced it. So you don't have a TV? Not right this second. We we that's... are talking about getting one. How are the okay. girls reacting to that? It was hard at first, but they've they've been so good about playing with each other that I honestly feel like okay, it's been like not quite no, it's been about 3 months that we haven't had one. Wow. I love that. And he and they've been really interesting with it because at first they would have be asking for it a lot now they just know we don't have it and they're playing but i think what it taught us is we can make it a little more measured and i'm strict about what i believe whatever you put in is what's going to come out of Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. so i'm like i don't want them to watch stuff where girls are being nasty to each other yes Mm -hmm. yes because you see it and i think to myself where do they learn that if they see them on i don't know what channel nickelodeon or whatever and they're not being nice you don't know how it affects them right and it will absolutely it will will. yeah it's it influences the kids a lot and they're already going to be influenced at school they are already exactly the people they hang you know what i mean like so why not hold that back from them as much as you can? I mean, yeah. I, I, I love that you don't have a TV. I wish I was strong enough to not. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't, listen, I don't have a TV in my room. That's a, that's that's a start. A that's a start. Yeah, okay? That's a big exactly. thing. Yeah. 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 We are going to get one. It was just like, let's see. It was almost like a dry January. Yeah, I love that. But it went long. That's yeah. good. It went hey, long. Until they, until they really start noticing, right? Right. So when you got pregnant, yeah. were you worried about like, okay, how much maternity time should I take? Am I going to come back yes. to a job or is they going to try to replace yeah. me? Because that's something I worry about. Yes, mm-hmm. you you wonder how invaluable you are, and it, you know that legally they can't do that, right? But yeah, you it sucks. You feel a little insecure. I I remember feeling that way, and I remember thinking I can't take a long time. I wasn't the healthiest person when I got pregnant, um, as far not physically, I mean just mentally. Mm-hmm. I was definitely a workaholic. Again, trying to prove myself, um, trying to please everybody at work, and living for my career ultimately. And we got surprised when I was I got pregnant in 2008 with my daughter, and I don't think I was mature in a sense that I was quote ready to be a mom I don't think you ever are like thinking you're so ready but I was definitely not in a place with my career and the way I was treating my life where I would be the best mom I could be Mm -hmm. I would say Mm -hmm. I only took six weeks off and I still continued to grind grind and grind like show prepping and going so hard and spending a lot of time working on this thing I was trying to do and that was that was just the first two years that I was a mom were very hard because I was still living for my career really yeah well okay so looking back yeah right would you have done anything differently I mean because the hard work that you put in all those days I mean they got you somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what would you do anything differently? I think that I 
wish so there was a point in 2012 where I was sitting in a meeting and I had this click it was a revelation I would say it was a moment where I realized you're living for this and it's your identity all you do is view yourself through this lens of this is my career my name's Dana I do radio this is I do this show and I'm so proud of it and I work so hard and look at this shiny thing and whatever and um, I was like just living for people's approval and then I had this moment of realization in a meeting where I realized it could all be taken away from me mm-hmm. in a second and everything would change and then what did I just spend all my time doing and then right. what would happen and it just made me I said that day, it was 2012, and that's when my life started to change. And I stopped living for that. And um, so I I would say there has to be more of a balance. And if I could have told my 20-something-year-old self, I would say, don't make that your identity because it will leave you empty. Yeah. You know? Yeah, Mm -hmm. and I I feel like we see that with a lot of people in radio. Oh, absolutely. It's it's easy to fall into that, you know? Right. Well, and especially being a woman in radio, too, I feel like we have it extra hard because guys get our... I feel like they get a lot of uh, an easy pass a lot of times. And we we as women have to work twice as hard, if Mm -hmm. not harder. We're trying to prove yeah. something. Exactly. Or even if even if other people don't think that, we think we do. Oh, absolutely. Because that's right. been what we've seen. Yeah. So, yeah, I know what you mean. Exactly. Yes. Wow. Okay. Well, and then um, not only do you have three beautiful girls, you are you've been the host of a show. I mean, it, it's just mark, yeah, mark, right. mark all the good yes. things. Okay. Career aspirations. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, hashtag goals. Yeah. Okay. Hashtag oh, goals. Um, you are married, and you've yeah. been married with your husband, to your husband mm-hmm. for. You just celebrated your 15, 15 years. year. Congratulations on that. I big. know. 15 that, years, I know, that Dana. That's really big. To I'm, say not gonna, it. I'm not going to lie. When I saw uh, Jason sent, your co host Jason <laughs> oh, sent an so email extra. to all of San Diego Entercom. <laughs> that's ridiculous. And said to wish you a happy yeah. anniversary, which I thought was really sweet. And she, he said 15th. And I'm like, oh, he's joking. Like, right. It's got, he, it's got a, that's a joke. Like, I think he's exaggerating. And then you it's posted 15. on Facebook yeah. a beautiful dedication to your husband. Very honest. Yes, very honest, very real, um, and very transparent mm-hmm. about. It not being the easiest 15 years, but it's good now. You're happy where you are now. Mm -hmm. Tell us more about that. Yeah, I mean, it was, I would say, brutal and earth-shattering when I got married and realized after a short engagement and not a long time of dating that, what if I married the wrong person? And I was wrestling with that by myself, and that was so embarrassing and the shame associated with that if I actually had to admit that I would have felt so embarrassed and I just couldn't imagine saying it but I but I was having such a tough time being married because I realized we didn't know each other very well when we agreed to spend the rest of our lives together so we had different styles of communication his not being very um he wouldn't talk a lot Mm -hmm. he wouldn't tell me his feelings or his thoughts he would keep everything inside that's his personality type mine is to express every emotion and experience the full range on a daily basis (laughs) right you know I was a loud Italian from New Jersey I am that and he just did not grow up like that he didn't grow up with a family that raises their voice or yells or anything like that and then um we yeah we didn't express our emotions well we um Mine were maybe too much. His were not enough. And um, I was really selfish and immature. And we didn't 
have the same interests. We didn't find the same things even funny. So I think I was swept up in the romance of dating and knew he was the one in my head and Mm -hmm. I was committed to that. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, this is a mess. Mm. And I don't think we are going to last. He's not like the guys I dated before. So I was, I said to him one night in tears, you should have married someone like you and I should have married someone like me. Mm. And, and he agreed. He felt that sentiment. He, he knew what I was saying. And he said, yeah, that might be easier. Um, but I said, you don't talk to me and I can't be in this marriage with somebody who doesn't communicate. And um, he just said, help me change. Wow. And I had never, ever heard anyone say that something like that before. It was so humble. And I will never forget. I remember where I was when he said it in our apartment um, after a couple months of marriage. And he said that. And it. I had only expected him to be defensive, yell back at me, accuse me of something else, because that's what we do. Right. And also... Right. It's never me. It's you. It's you. Right. And culture tells you, it's take me as I am. I'm not changing. Yeah. You don't have to change. Why should you change? They should change or get out. And he didn't do that. And so... It made me feel like I remember just being blown away. And then I felt safe enough to say, okay, help me change too then. Mm. So then oh God, it started. That. That's your turning point. Turning huh? point of the marriage. And I believed him because it wasn't, he didn't say that with, um, with I guess, with empty words. He meant it he meant and it. he backed it up. And it was continued hard conversations or you're not telling me, like, I don't know what you think. I don't know what you feel. There had to be a lot of that. Yeah. But then things slowly would turn. And I remember feeling like we got to another plateau. And then this is improving. That's improving. I personally still had such a long way to go because I was so insecure and needy from a person who didn't want to give emotion. Mm-hmm. So it, I had a lot of work to do on myself. Mm-hmm. But the marriage started improving. But it, it's, we even went through marriage counseling when we were living in New York right before we moved to San Diego three, yeah. two years ago, three years ago. So it's continuous. So what's the biggest thing, I guess, it, that you've learned from your marriage? Like what makes you guys work, something that you guys need to have? Um, we would not work without faith. It wouldn't work without us having a foundation of just knowing God, knowing Jesus. That That has been Uh, It's because what I see in him are characteristics that I see in Jesus. I see someone who's humble, someone who's unconditional love, someone Mm -hmm. who's putting me before him. And that is selfish and sacrifice and all those things. So it would go back to that. We had that in common and we just built on this thing. And it's been that that we've always clung to. Mm -hmm. So. There's been a lot of work on both of us individually, ourselves, but in our marriage, that's been the foundation of it is our faith for sure. Gosh, I can't. I mean, just so much growing and yeah. lessons and, and it's learning. still growing and right. so much lessons. And it always should be that way, right. you know, because if you're not, then what are you doing? Right, you exactly. Um, I just have to thank you because you saying that you had a thought of, Maybe I didn't marry the right person. I can't, I mean, I've had friends and family yes. members that have said that and I know, or we've thought it about and they don't want to admit it. You no. know, it's a hard thing to come to and actually realize or, yes. or, or think of. Or think yeah. of, yeah. Brutal. So thank you. And then just thank you for being so 
open and honest about your relationship because I don't feel enough women are, you know? They you're not saying it's you're not saying it's trash. You're not saying like no. it's been right. horrible. You're Mm-mm. not saying I mean you are you truly are taking the bad with the good and you are learning from all of it yeah. and you're telling us so thank you yeah and you and i mean you guys know because you're married and you're in relationships that you have to fight for it you have to be for each other you have to i yeah i mean that's just so key and i i also think it's so one thing i hear a lot you guys probably hear this too is when it's not going to work if your spouse isn't for you or they're jealous of anything or if they're Mm -hmm. insecure about stuff Mm -hmm. like that's not going to work yeah they have to be a fan of you and you have to be their biggest it's that it too absolutely right? yes the support you definitely need to support each other yes. for sure was it hard for him to have to move with your job four times four wow. times yeah it has been i mean it has been really hard especially san diego's been the hardest because i mean there's been hard things about each one but my husband is a structural engineer so the the bottom line is he can't do what he was doing in New York for 13 years in California because you need separate licensing and Mm. stuff like that. So he just took a test for it, but the bottom line is it was all different in California, but he did it anyway. So and and he's had to adjust his schedule and life because of my schedule because I am up at you know two forty five in the morning and I'm tired and yeah. I don't want to go out during the week or just things that are the not so pretty sides of this job. He has to also be okay with me talking about our relationship mm-hmm. on the air. Mm-hmm. His only rule is if it's true, it's fair game. Don't make anything up and no no over exaggerating. <laughs> He's like that. Italian from New Jersey. <laughs> Calm it down. But yeah, it's been hard to move because yeah. we leave. He's picking up everything for me, yeah. and that's his selflessness again and sacrifice. It's what a good amazing. man! I know. Yeah. Shout good. out to your husband. I, I want to meet this guy. Yeah, we, need this guy. we need to all go out for drinks. <laughs> yeah, with absolutely. The men. We do. Triple date. We do. Triple I think we all. I mean, and I can say for Dorothy too. Like we have pretty supportive, awesome, yeah, selfless men. Absolutely. Because you know? you're right. It wouldn't work otherwise. You Hell know? no. It takes a lot to be. With some uh, some a woman in radio, yeah, it really a strong does. woman in radio, exactly. You know what I mean? and, they, and and to be okay with us putting our stuff out there, like our relationship yeah. stuff out there. Yeah. I mean, he's okay with this, right? <laughs> I didn't even ask him. <laughs> but it's the truth. Yeah, but it's all true. Oh yeah. my gosh. You guys oh. are the best. Thank this oh. is an honor. It's such an you this place is unlike I've met the best women. I've women. met the Same. best. Agreed. I've true. met the best. A thousand percent. I, I really do feel like we have a strong sisterhood here at Anacom San really Diego. Do. Yeah. We, we really do. Yeah. We're lucky. We're very lucky. Mm-hmm. It's again rare. I just feel like it's either rare or or I just feel like radio, women in radio as a whole, it's just um, not expanding, but... Um, growing? No, another word for growing, but yeah, growing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, boom. We'll take that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Great part. Um, God, there, oh, there, okay, there is something I have to ask you, oh, because I, I was that. listening to Alt 94.9 the other morning Sometimes on my way to work, okay. and um, I was listening to you and Jason, and, and you guys were talking about your anniversary, and how he was like, you need to do something, and she was like, but what? Like, I have to go to sleep, like, at 7 o'clock? Oh, yeah. You know, he's like, yeah. no, you need to spend some time with your husband. Yep. Jason. 
person, of course. Mm -hmm. And she was like, and then they were, I feel like they were making fun of you because you were scheduling your (laughs) uh, time. time. Well, I, okay, so the deal was Jason offered me a window. Right. So I was going to make it happen in that window. And the sad thing about it, I would say the saddest part probably was that it was like at three o'clock in the middle of the day, but I still got it done. Jason took the girls, and so I was like, let's do this, and then we can go to dinner. We had a really good time. It was super chill, but I think when you get to speak and connect Mm -hmm. uninterrupted by children, I never realized that I... That thing I took for granted mm. is so such a treasure to me now. Mm. Your so alone time? Had, yeah. Okay. Well, we just had six hours of uninterrupted time together, and it was amazing. Oh, I thought you were going to say six hours of time. That's goals. Oh, my That's goals. Is that goals? I don't know. I don't know. Something. Oh, that's good, Dana. I'm glad that Jason took the kids from you. That's so so nice to have a built-in babysitter, pretty much. He's taking them tomorrow, too. He's doing this on the regular because he wants to, quote, fix my sex life. So, okay, so you're pro-scheduling then. Um, because uh, I don't want to, but if I but know I have a window on Wednesday, I'm going to do Why not, right? I'm pencil that in. Okay, okay. Are you a pro-scheduler? <laughs> are, you, do, are you just like, let's just hap- let it happen however I think Steven would prefer to me, a, be a, me to be a pro-scheduler because most of the time I'm like, no, I'm feeling gross right now. I know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But no, it's on the schedule. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't feel we gross. got to right now. <laughs> this is to. our time. You know what? I've never, I should try that. Yeah, you know. Because I haven't tried it. JJ and I are doing it, doing that more. Just You're because scheduling it? We're scheduling it more only because I'm trying to have a baby. Oh, so I'm are. like, we want to make sure You're we have in. sex this uh, day. And not, if we don't this day, then not, the next not, day. Not intended. What? Yeah. So we don't always, you yeah, know, because yeah. if we feel like it, then we feel like it, you right. know, but but there are days where it's, I'm like, we have to. It has to happen. Yeah. Because, well, right now in my pregnancy phase, we talked about it a little bit. Like, I don't have, my sex drive isn't what it what it was. Yeah. You know, so I'm kind of going through that right now. That might change in another trimester. Oh, okay. oh yeah. wait, okay. Steven, you just wait, okay? You just wait. <laughs> exactly. Good to know, Dana. Thank you. Know, He's saying, probably so happy right now. Pregnancies, P.S. Yes, <laughs> I can contribute to that. I love that. I oh, love it. it's been so awesome I having you on. You guys are a joy. I would love to talk to you anytime. Oh, hey. Even after the mics are off. We can I know. And Seriously. <laughs> be careful what you wish for. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to steal you from Jason. Perfect. Steal me. I love this girl. Oh, time. and then we got to have Jason on because yes, he's so mad if we don't have him oh, on. Oh, yeah. He's going to want to be a guest. <laughs> he, he wanted to invite himself into this one. Here. No. Oh my God, oh, I love well, him. Dana, thank you so much for being on. Uh, you guys can catch Dana in the mornings on Alt 94.9, Dana and Jason, 5 a.m. to 9 a.m., right? Mm-hmm. And how can everybody follow you on social media? Oh, you can follow me at Dana D Donato, D I D O N A T O, on Instagram, Facebook. Whatever. Yeah, I love it, and, and I love following you because then I just, I just, I just, I just love everything. But then I really love watching you be a mom. Like you're absolutely, such a good mom. you are again oh, goals. goals. Yeah, goals. Yeah, goals. Oh yeah, yeah. Tanya, how can everybody follow you? At I'm Tanya Gonzalez. And Dorothy? Uh, at Dorothy on Air. Yes. And you can follow us at Real Wives in Radio on Instagram, 
Facebook. Again, like us, mm-hmm. love us, subscribe leave a comment, on iTunes, subscribe to everything. our friends. To, mm-hmm. you know, you know radio.com. Uh, radio.com. That plug. That's right. <laughs> iTunes. All, oh, but they're listening on radio.com and iTunes. Mm-hmm. Right? So yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just spread the love. Spread the love. Spread the love. <laughs> yes. Tell everybody and please give us another star because I think we still only have one star. <laughs> it's your mom. The one that's my mom. My sweet mom. She like literally will write a post about almost every episode, like summarize it. Oh, she's so sweet. I love her. And I didn't say. You didn't say I didn't it. Say the words. The words. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, you can listen back to the last episode. episode nine. She did text Find me. Out. She did text me and say, "Thank you for not saying that." I'm like, "You're welcome, mom." <laughs> I got in trouble, Dana. Oh yeah. Age 33, I got scolded mom, by my mom yeah. for saying a word too much. Well, don't do it again. I won't. <laughs> I won't. No, mom's listening. You want two stars? Come on. Yeah, Let's right. Back Thank you, guys. We'll talk, talk to, to you to next me. week. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law.